Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. Today, we get an opportunity to relive a wonderful, nostalgic conversation and a great collection of nostalgic music uh, that we had last week with Ding on the air at JM in the AM. The CD is entitled I Remember That, and uh, the songs on this CD really spurred an amazing conversation that brought back a lot of memories. Here it is for you on JM Rewind at the Nahum Siegel Network. Ding of Sookie and Ding is here in our studio. They've just released a 12-track CD, Golden Classics for Children of All Ages. CD is entitled I Remember That. Ding, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning. You have gone ahead and you have uh, jogged the memory the collective memory of the Jewish people with some of these selections. You realize that, right? That's the idea. That is the whole point. Huh? The whole point. <laughs> what, what brought this on? What, what made you and Suki dig deep into the annals of Jewish history to release this CD? I, I'll tell you the truth. Good question. I was, for some reason or another, I wanted to play the song Puff the Kosher, uh, Puff the Mad, the Kosher Dragon, right. which I... And uh, I wanted to play it to my son, who's 16, who never heard it before. And I went to a store and... But you expected to find the old rock? I find it something right, right, you know. <laughs> and and it wasn't there. And, and it was growing up, it was like one of my favorite songs. It was, actually, Sookie played on it, but... Uh, He's on that LP? Yeah, he played it. He told me, I think it was his first studio job that he ever that he ever did. He's not pictured on the front with the other guy. No, no, right. no. He was just just came to play, right. and right. Uh, so finally, after I, I called up, uh, first I called up. I don't even remember. I called up Dov Levine, right? And he told me that he had a copy of it, but he didn't. You know, no, D- ding. Then, yeah, I hate to break the news to you. Yeah, it's old. But, I'm old. But you, no, you're, you're about fifty feet away from a copy of it. I could have just given you. Yeah, that's the, true. The LP. And no, I think yours would have been scratched. I think we might even have it on CD here on the re-release. We may even have it on CD. So that was the whole idea. And then I said, Hey, you know what? I played it to my son. He he really liked it. And then I. I said, you know, what about, you never heard this song, and then, you know, and... Right. And, and, and this classic, and, and this that classic. classic. And from the, how many are on the album? Twelve. Twelve? Uh, from eleven of them are not in print anymore. So which one is? Uh, you'll figure it out. I guess. Yes, yes, the good old uncle one. Oh, yes, on the tie, it's still in print. No, it's not. No? No, no, no. Uh, Benji's Mess is still in print. It is? What's, where is it from originally? Uh, <laughs> on probably one of the later uh, jets. No, it's on Uncle Maishi. It's oh, it's on, on Uncle Maishi? Yeah. Uncle Maishi 5. Oh, wow. So the entire Uncle Maishi collection is still in print? People can buy oh, yeah. from 1 till... Not only is it in print, but for some reason or other than I'll never really know the reason why, that there are certain CDs that sell more than others. And so you're going to say, you know, this one is better than the other right. one. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is. But there are certain songs parents remember growing up with. uh, Probably, but number one today, volume one, Hashem is here. Give a little tzedakah. The song still outsells all the other ones. I would say on a on a one to four ratio. Boy, oh boy. And you would say, hey, the the house, the the quality. You know, nineteen seventy nine. You know, it's. But uh, that's the fact. Unbelievable. Should we start with Pop the Kosher Dragon? It would be a good 
the beginning. CDs entitled I Remember That. Sookie and Ding bringing us back to some of the classic tunes of yesteryear at JM in the AM.
one caller said they're in heaven listening to this song, taking them back uh, all those years. Oh, sorry about that. Go ahead. No, I can't tell you how many times as a kid, like, I listened to this. Oh. To, to, like, unbelievable. Are you kidding? I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Hundreds. Uh, I guess with credit goes to, you know, you know who wrote the song? Rabbi Buchwald. Wow. He wrote the lyrics for the parody. For the parody, right. And and uh, I guess who's responsible is uh, Ira Shalom, Ira yeah. Silva, Shmuel Kleva. Wow. Um, Twelve minutes after the hour, Ding is here. I remember that as the name of the CD. So one of our callers points out the following two things about this CD. Yes. First of all, not about the CD, but someone called and asked <laughs> if I'm familiar with the original cover of Bigidaya Gumba. Which I don't think I ever saw. Did I ever see the original LP? I don't cover? know. I am familiar with it. You them. have seen it. Correct. So he pointed out that you would not be able to print that cover today. Because apparently there's somebody on the cover smoking a cigarette. That could be. Is that funny? That could be. And the other thing I want I to... I think it was in 1969? No, no. Way, way before that. Way before that. And, and Not before 1960. It could be? It could be. Wow. The person who, who composed it... Uh, is not living anymore, Rabbi Silverman. Yeah, of course. Uh, and he was uh, Josh Silverman. Uh, no, not Josh. Josh's brother, ah. Yosef Silverman. So, wow. And uh, and and then some of the, some other people wrote some of the stanzas. Like there wasn't it wasn't you know after he wrote the original and um, this one that we that I took it from uh, it comes from NCSY, NCSY. Which probably came out nineteen seventy. Which one is from NCS one? Which the one? the the Gumba one? Oh, that's that, on this that's album. That's on yeah. All right, but before we get to that, we yeah. should we should go to Hey Rebbe Rebbe because apparently yes, one of our astute listeners Correct. has determined that you added a voice to the Hey Rebbe Rebbe song. This is true. You added a Rebbe. I added a few things on the whole CD, but only for my. So then you're passing this off as authentic, and you go ahead and you change it. I can't believe you. <laughs> what do you say in, in the Torah? You're, you're not allowed to add, right? <laughs> no adding. All right. Well, we'll excuse you on this one because I'm sure it only enhanced the recording. So can we do Hey Rebbe Rebbe? Hey. All right. Let's do this this great classic from uh, from yesteryear. It's called I Remember That Suki and Ding at Jam and.
in the hall. Lesson, right? The moral of the story is a clear one to see, and I'm surely safe. I'm gonna save Terry from you. You should always know the place. J.M. in the A.M. I remember singing that, <laughs> singing along with Hey Rebby Rebby as a kid. I wonder if such a song today would <laughs> would make it. <laughs> it's funny you say that, because I, I don't remember which one it was, but there is a song on this CD where as I was playing it, I said to myself, I don't know if you could release that today. Maybe it would. I don't remember what it was. It may uh, have been this. I don't remember. But uh -huh. uh, yeah, it's it's true. It's a different era, that's for sure. Suki and Ding present Uncle Maishi live in concert featuring Cousin Nachum on Sunday the 25th of September. It starts at 11 a.m. at the Riverdale Jewish Center, a joint project between the Riverdale Jewish Center and the Young Israel of Riverdale. Uh, ticket information at 718-548-1850. 718-548-1850. Easiest way to get tickets is go to jewishtickets.com. Again, that's jewishtickets.com. Uncle Maishi in Riverdale, Sunday morning, September the 25th. Yeah, we haven't been there in a while. Well, welcome back. Yeah. I haven't, been, love I, haven't, Riverdale. I haven't been there in a while as well. Maybe I'll show up on the 25th. That would be nice. It's been a long time since I've been to an Uncle Mike's Oh, that's not true. I actually stopped by one <laughs> on Sunday in Chicago. But uh, before that... It was a full concert. Right. <laughs> before that, it's been a long time since I actually went to, to an Uncle Mike's concert. I remember, the, I think there was a couple of years ago, last time I went to Riverdale, who showed up in the audience? Matasio. Ah, that's what funny. Kids, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Even he appreciates Uncle Marcia. Yeah? Um, I believe almost every member of the Siegel family yes. is in some Uncle Marcia video. I don't think we got all of them. I don't think we got all of them, but I think almost everyone has been included. Those videos still sell? I yeah. Oh, good. I have to negotiate with you. No, I'm just <laughs> anyway, actually, you know, they probably changed the cover, but you know, over the years, right. and fixed it up and and and, and done that. I, if I remember correctly, at the um, it was at the um, what do you call that? The Battery Park World Financial Center. World Financial. That was Center. the first time. Right. Yeah. I, I remember that Sunday morning. I haven't been there in years. Yeah, I've been there uh, as often as I go to Uncle Maishi concerts, frankly. <laughs> you get a good view of it. When you walk out of this building, you'll see a nice view of it if you look to the right. Uh, I remember that as the name of this CD, and it's uh, Ding presenting, it's Suki and Ding presenting these golden classics for children of all ages. Ding, do you have a, a specific selection you want to make sure to get to this morning? One that. Uh, well, I like Kalman the Kvetch. Kalman the Kvetch. This uh, originally appeared where? On the, the Spy, which was. Remember the Spy? No. Really? You're completely stumping me here. Oh, come on. This was on LP? 
This was uh, it was an LP, a CD. It was called The Spy. The Spy done by who? Done by our good friend Zale Newman <gasps> in Toronto. Are you serious? Right. How'd that pass me by? And this was actually sung by Larry Gates. Oh wow! And um, it's a great production. It's a All great right, Kalman the Kvetch. If you're like me, you're going to get to know it now. Enjoy it. If you're somebody who remembers it from years past, enjoy it as well at JM and the. <laughs> Maybe he comes from your town The children used to scatter No matter what the matter When they saw him coming around You see, he never was happy With anything he had And he always would complain He quetched so often Whatever used to happen Common quetch became his name Oh, quetch, quetch You always used to quetch You quetch no matter what you do You quetch in the morning And you quetch in the evening And you quetch in the afternoon You say, it's too early Or it's too late Are we there yet, Mother? I just can't wait I don't have enough, I don't like the stuff, and there's too much on my plate. When Calvin got a present, he was never very happy, he always wanted more. His toy's too simple, this puzzle's too hard. He would throw them on the floor. When he was asked to help, he would say, I'm too tired. He was getting so fat and lazy. One day his teacher came in, she shouted out his name, Calvin Fetch, you're driving me crazy. Oh, Kvetch, Kvetch, you always want to Kvetch, you Kvetch no matter what you do. You Kvetch in the morning and you Kvetch in the evening, you Kvetch in the afternoon. You say it's too early or it's too late, are we there yet, mother? I just can't wait. I don't have enough and I don't like this stuff, there's too much on my plate. Well, it happened one morning while Common lay snoring, he was sleeping in his bed. The sun came shining right through Common's window and it landed on his head. Well, the birds were singing and the flowers were blooming and everything looked so good. He sat up on his bed and scratched his head. Am I acting like I should? You see, I haven't been too nice and I never thought twice and I always just complain. I never helped others and I never thanked my mother and I think I ought to change. From this day on, whoever I will meet, I'm always going to try to smile. And whoever I will meet when I'm walking down the street will know that smiling is my style. Oh, smile, smile, you always want to smile. Smile no matter what you do. You smile in the morning and you smile in the evening and you smile in the afternoon. You'll make a lot of friends and the signals you will send in your school, shoe, and house. To those who you will meet and to those you're going to greet will be the saver, put them your foes. Oh, smile, smile, you'll always want to smile. You smile no matter what you do. You smile in the morning and you smile in the evening. You smile in the afternoon. You'll make a lot of friends and the signals you will send in your school, shoe, and house. To those who you will meet and to those you're going to greet will be the saver, put them your foes. The saver, put them your foes. Have you ever met Kalman the Kvetch? Have you ever uh, actually encountered him? Oh, too many times. <laughs> you remember many you encounters know, there's, with him. There's Kalman the Kvetch, there's Kalman the Cheapy, there's Kalman the... That guy, Kalman. He's a busy guy. And we're not insulting... This, this is where you have to... This is why it's 2016. We're not insulting anybody named no. Kalman out there. No, no, Any no. resemblance to any character <laughs> is completely fictitious in you know, all that stuff. Uh, Wednesday morning, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 90, 70 right now here in Jersey City, and Ding is visiting us at JM in the AM. We're looking uh, closely and listening closely to the golden classics of yesteryear on a CD entitled I Remember That. This is available everywhere, Ding, correct? Everywhere. Every so. single place you could ever Nowhere think it's of not available. Anywhere. Sam Goody, it's available. <laughs> Sam Goody. Tower Records. Tower Records. All right, we're give getting old. Give me a third. Give me a third. Wasn't there a third one? Tower Records, Sam Goody, who uh, Oh, J&R. 
JNR. JNR had uh, had albums. Any others you could think of? Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, Someone told me on on Monday that Crazy Eddie passed away. Really? Yeah. Israeli, right? I believe so. Didn't realize that. Told me some nice stories about him. Really? Yeah, some really nice stories. I <laughs> I mean, he had a. Uh, so what? Not nice stories. Correct, but apparently uh, his his generosity and his heart were gigantic. Oh yeah, from what we're told, so it was crazy. He was crazy. That's why they called him Crazy Eddie. Wonder how many people listening right now even know who we're talking about. Hey, one of my favorites, and yeah. for for a variety of reasons. Okay. Because you'll recall, I actually was the uh, was one of the um, how do I put this thing? <laughs> was one of the cast members oh. in the video of this song. I think it was this song. Which one? Ain't Gonna Work on Saturday. Wasn't I in the video for that? Uh, yes. Huh. Not this version, but yeah. Right. Right. Um, Ding had me dressed up as a chef. He had me dressed up as a uh, soldier. Ba- baseball what player. Baseball player, right. That's uh, That video still sells or not? Yeah, uh, please please I, tell me yes. <laughs> I told you that they they all they all sell and, and you know some for some reason some sell a little bit more than others. I've had I've had this experience by the way where you know I'm stopped on the street and I'm saying oh great must be right, a, must, you must, must be a fan no, right. no 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 my my, my kid recognizes you as the baseball player <laughs> from the oh, oh thanks right. <laughs> here we go I've been working in radio for thirty years so. and look at this this is what they remember me for all right Ding you ready for this one. Um, always. It's called Ain't Gonna Work on Saturday. You want to know something, Ding? They could offer me double pay. They could offer me triple Triple pay. pay. And I would say these days they could offer me quadruple pay. Now this version... And I ain't gonna work on Saturday. We must say one thing before we begin, that this version of Ain't Gonna Work, which came from NCSY, was sung by Simon Rakov, Allah Shalom. Oh, wow. The I, great Simon I think Rakov. it's about a, a year, two years. What, mm, I think even more, yeah. No, I think. Was uh, it only two years? Yeah. He was an amazing person. Oh. Did you know him? Yes, I did. And one of the most fun people around. I mean, just uh, being near he him. He was you were, a fun guy. He oh. was a good guy. He, had, he, had, he was perfect in Dick Dick. Yes. That was his biggest thing. Very medactic on Dick right. Dick. And um, he he was a genius. There was no, no yeah. question. I mean, he was able to sit down. You, you know, parodies was his main thing. He right. loved he loved parodies, but he was able to sit down and and write a song in like, uh, you know, in two minutes. Really, yeah. it was like people write. He just he just writes song. And and uh, I remember two or three times that he came into the studio to sing. Mm-hmm. And he gets into the. Th- and I said, you know, you don't have a paper with you. And he goes, I don't need a paper. I got it in my head, you know. Like, he had memorized the whole thing. Yeah. The um, majority, I shouldn't say majority, a good part of the Rechnitzer Reject series Correct. of parodies are his parodies. For sure. Yeah, that he wrote. Tie a pair of Tzvillin, remember that one? Sure. Bagel Man, remember that one? My, my Bells. My oh, Bells. Bells. My bills, right, Bills. bills. Oh, and his classic. Bar Park. Bar Park, right. Bar Park is his, and he sang the original one. Correct. Wow. Borough Park to New York, New York. Sinatra's right. New York, New York. Right. He spoke a lot of languages. He was a really... Yeah. All right. It's, uh, he's on this? He, is this I believe his it's voice? his voice. That's all right, Ain't so. going to work on Saturday from the CD entitled I Remember That at JM in the AM. I'm ticket dollar boomer. I'm not exactly small. But really not so very big. Just 17 feet And the seventh day I came. Oh, I ain't gonna work on Saturday. Ain't gonna work on Saturday. Even 
got caught by my pants and trapped beneath the ocean. I couldn't set me free, but I got home for Shabbos. And I dragged the ship with me. Oh, I ain't gonna work on Saturday. Ain't gonna work on Saturday. Even double, triple pay won't make me work on Saturday. Ain't gonna work on Saturday. It's Thomas Coleman. I once was an explorer to Africa. I went when Shabbos hungry lions came roaring round my Nostalgia, Ding brought along some photos from an era bygone. That's it. Many years ago when we were in Camp Colrino. Oh, my gosh. 
I spoke to uh, Itchamaya this <gasps> week. Itchamaya Greenwald. I was related to Itchamaya somehow. I don't remember how exactly. You what? Yeah. Because mm. I think our relative connection is no longer around. Like it was one of these still, far, you know. I think it's still related. Right? Oh, yeah? Is that how it works? I think so. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, wow. A long time ago. Yep. Remember Red Apple? You don't remember Red Apple. Of course Apple. I remember Red Apple. That's where this picture is taken. Who in the Red audience doesn't remember Red Apple if they're my apples, age or older? At the Red Apples. The Red Apple Rest thing. Correct. It was called the Red Apple Rest. Correct. That was right before Monroe. Correct. About three miles. You make that left after Red Apple Rest, three miles later you're at Camp Monroe. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So there was once, you know, Rabbi Wallerstein or Fort Wallerstein sure. always had the craziest ideas. Right? <laughs> That's correct. The craziest ideas. <laughs> and most of the time he was right. In fact, I, I, I told Mishpacha magazine, I said they should really, like you have all these articles, if you really want to, get, you know, like interview him. Like True. Him. And uh, there were so many things that he, that he uh, created. I mean, uh, leagues and... and Grand Bechinas and right. Neighborhood Day right. and, 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 and a, one of the craziest now things. all the camps and Kiddush Hashem Day right. and, and all of that other initiative day. anyway but one of the craziest things was one day he said you know what I'm telling all the counselors <laughs> I remember <laughs> they're going out I'm going to run the whole camp I don't need any counselors today <laughs> he said everybody get out of here <laughs> and every single counseling camp picked up we, t- we, t- we got into like six cars and we ended up we, s- we all said you know we're going to meet that night at one o'clock in the morning the next you know uh-huh. in Red Apple that- that's where this picture was taken unbelievable Today, of course, you wouldn't be able to get away with that. But, Are you uh, kidding? <laughs> <laughs> You'd have 42 lawsuits before you get, got out of And camp. when I think of the hitchhiking we used to do, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's really... Yeah, and when you think about the, the cars and trucks that we used to get into... It's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Really it's terrible. terrible. But, but who, who we, thought twice? I mean, we, you know, you needed a ride anywhere closer to camp. <laughs> you know, like... Anyway. Uh... Ah, anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. called, the CD is called I Remember I That. I Remember That. Before we get back to it, let me remind everybody that Uncle Maishi has announced that he'll be visiting Riverdale with Cousin Nachum on Sunday, September the 25th at the Riverdale Jewish Center, a joint project of the RJC and the Young Israel. InformationJewishTickets.com. Riverdale, the 25th of September, 11 a.m., if you have a uh, youngster in your household of any age, bring him down. It's going to be great. To see and hear Uncle Maishi. All right. Anything special you want to go to? you got to tell me. Uh, I don't know what you walked in uh, intending to play this morning, so you have to tell me. So or is it up to me? Benji the Soldier. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Say that. Because you can't do a, a nostalgia segment without doing Benji the Soldier, right? This it would be impossible. impossible. Uh, this originally appeared on Jeff. Jeff 4. It's 4? Yeah. It was on four. Jeff I didn't realize four. it was that late. It was written by Maish Hapman, though he'll kill me for 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 saying it. Right. Maish is a great man. Yes, and and he wrote many other songs. And four came out. You would think around what year? I know what year. What year? It, it came out in 1978. Oh, I was guessing after 1980. So it was 1978. It, was 1978. it came out the same week or same month that Bechol Aminu Mordechai and David Bechol Aminu. Which we know is his high holiday album. And how do I know? Yeah. Because, believe it or not, two of the songs on that record and on the Chalmaminim 
are on Jep four? No, and 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 Jep and two of the songs that were on Jep were all were recorded at, in the same session, the wow. same studio session in Manhattan. Very cool. Yeah. What was the name of the studio? Sound Ideas, Forty Sixth Street. Who was the head of that studio? Bill Whitman was the engineer. Don't remember him. I think the only name I remember from that era. Warren Slayton. Yes. How did you know I was going to say Warren that? Slayton was before Bill. Was he before? Yeah. Oh, so I'm really old if I remember Warren. Warren. Wow. And First concert I ever emceed. He okay. was he was the sound man in Brooklyn uh-huh. College, Warren. Uh huh. Which was um, nostalgia day today. November. One second. I don't need the date. November fourth, nineteen eighty-three, Brooklyn College. The wait, wait, don't tell me, me, don't tell me. November fourth, nineteen eighty-three, Queens College. November fourth, nineteen eighty-three, Queens don't, don't College. Don't tell me, don't tell me. Eighty-three. Yeah. November fourth. Can, no. can I guess? Can I? Yeah. November fourth, nineteen eighty-three, Queens the performer, College. I'm gonna go Toronto Boys Choir. No. no. It was the first of the two final diaspora concerts. Oh, right. November fourth was Queens. That. November eleventh was Brooklyn. I shouldn't And who that. gets the credit for bringing me as the master of ceremonies at that tender young age? Um, and I never ever forget who it. produced the show. Well, that's who gets the credit for it. Okay, and I'll ne- actually two people get the credit for it. The the producer. Well, you were radio. And you were. I radio. had just started here. Okay. I, I was here for a month or two. Okay, and uh, there was somebody who was producing the event, and somebody who encouraged the producer to hire me. It was one of those scenes like, uh, like you know, I, this is literally. I'd be people gonna think I'm crazy. How much did you get paid? <laughs> I think fifty bucks. Wow. I think it was fifty dollars. What? I wouldn't have paid you like a dime. <laughs> <than> Thirty six. <laughs> I think it was fifty each for each week. Uh huh. If I'm not mistaken. Why can't I remember? Eighty three. And and uh, it, it was like one of these scenes from a movie where I was sitting in a pizza place. Shelley and Lita. They were not there now. Okay. I was sitting in a pizza place. Yeah. And the and a person who knows that I had just taken over, you know, the radio show here. Tell, is in the restaurant and is in this pizza place and with the producer. The producer's also there. And this guy says, you have to hire this guy. You have to have him for your event. I'm telling you, I'll never forget it. So I give both of them a lot of credit when it comes to my life as an MC. Shia? No. You'd have to remember who brought Diaspora in to do the final final, uh, concerts. In fact, I saw Ruby Harris on Sunday in Chicago. Right. So on the air, I told a story about that night in Brooklyn College, the November 11th one. Uh-huh. I told the story. I can't believe you still remember the day. That's <laughs> well, amazing. I mean, some people, are, you know. I could tell you who performed November 1st, 1983 at YU, and I have seen that concert as well. But this was the first one outside of my circles that I did. Uh-huh. So the really wasn't your first. You're right, but because okay. I had done that YU concert. And but who was that? A few days what before. show was that? That was, um, that was uh, Magama. Oh, and now I'm forgetting myself. That was Magama, and I can't remember who the headliner was now. That's amazing. Piamenta, maybe. I think it was Magama. <laughs> that is so funny. I think it was Magama and Piamenta, if I'm not mistaken. That Magama opening up for Piamenta. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It's a funny word. Um, so I told the story on all, Sunday. We're all not here. When yeah, I saw Ruby Harris. Oh, yeah. by the way, uh, yeah. Seymour, according to uh, our research department, led, right. b- led by Matis, 15 months ago. It's very recent. Right. 15 was, months ago. Was, July was, of 2015. Was, right, yeah. right. So last summer, uh, we remember him fondly. I so, see his son-in-law, Mark. Yeah, and Mark Infield, Phoenix. of course, his yeah. son-in-law. Yeah. So, um, so I tell a story. Ruby Harris is there. I tell a story about November 11, 1983, on the air. Right. I say that after that concert, which was unbelievable, the last Asbury concert, before you did the reunions and everything, right. the last uh, that night in Brooklyn was insane. The last hour of that concert, I would do anything to relive wow. the last hour of that concert. Wow. They did Uvoha Ovdim for 20 minutes. To wrap up the last set, it was unbelievable. 
before the encore. Anyway, so um, right after the concert, I'm backstage, and there's a kid with a program from the concert. Right. And he comes up to me and says, would you autograph this? And I see that all six members have the, had already it. signed this program. And I turn to the kid and I say, you don't want me to ruin that. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I did not sign it. Today, maybe I would sign it. Maybe. <laughs> I still have to figure out who, who this and is. And the producer of the event was? Come on, Ding. Put your thinking cap on. I bet you you saw him this summer, unless maybe you don't travel in those circles. I'm not 1983. sure. 1983. <sighs> who would have the Who would have the guts to bring in Diaspora and do one final tour with them? Me, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did the, the reunion night was amazing. And reunion and reunion, reunion. Yeah. And uh, I still want to reunite them again. But that's a separate issue. Yes. Um, you better guess because we're gonna lose every listener we have if you don't if you don't get to this immediately. Uh, this is true. Do you I, want another guess or not? If yeah, not, I'll just tell you. Uh, tell me, yeah. The answer is the producer of the event was Mike Rosenbaum. Oh, okay. Moro himself. Okay, but that, I, you can understand why. Uh, yeah, uh, off the beaten path, no question. Right. Wasn't always known for you know producing Jewish music events. Not at all. And uh, Rabbi Azriel Sif. Oh, I don't even know. Was the gentleman who was sitting in, in that restaurant. in that Lower East Side pizza place and said to Moro, "You got to hire this guy." Okay. And uh, so to the two of them. I owe my. So, bottom line, it's all connected to the Lower East Side. Somehow. Isn't that funny that it happened in the Lower East Side? It connected. All right, what are we doing? We're doing Benji, right? Benji. Uh, Benji the Soldier. Benji was a soldier from I Remember That. Brand new CD with some great classics from Sookie and Ding at JM and the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., there he is, Benji. He was a soldier. Ding is here. And uh, it's fun, nostalgia. It certainly is. But finally boring for those people who are, you know, 20, 21. Uh, Ding, if there's one thing that we're not over here for people who boring. are 20, 20, is boring. That's the one thing we're not. Trust me. I have, I have taken my own informal poll. Yes. Nobody calls us boring over here. In fact, when it comes to J.M. and the A.M., when I'm on? All, all they talk about is how exciting Even it is. When I'm on? Even when you're here, believe it or not. Uh, okay, so before we go... Wait, yeah. we're not going anywhere Okay, yet. okay. But before we go on... No, go ahead. Listening, uh, listener Cyril says, Listening to the morning show, I'm reminded of my working with Mrs. Belima Silverman, wife of the composer of Vigadaya Gumber. Mm-hmm. Attached to the album Jacket Notes with the many popular stanzas of this well-known song, sadly, or by Silverman, is hardly credited enough for his creative work. This is true. Uh, I thank you, Cyril, for that. Um, he was good friends with um, Haley Teitelbaum, if I remember oh, correctly. Oh, Haley was amazing. Yeah. Then we go to the app, right? Where people are commenting like crazy. <laughs> oh, really? So not so boring. Oh, are you kidding? Next week, we'll, next time we're gonna have a whole nostalgia. I'm excited for Suki and Ding's new old CD, and I have the Ruach LP with uh, Puff the Kosher Dragon. Scratched. The next one says, uh, is this an original or a remake? I don't know what song they're referring to, but I think most of them are originals, right? They're all originals. You know, fixed up well, a little. Well, the Rebby Rebby is a little bit of a remake, right? No, yeah, okay. Uh, next one says, I grew up with Puff the Kosher Dragon. Also, the next one says, ain't going to work on Saturday, one of my favorites. The next one says, best music ever. All right. All right, so we have a lot of people on the app who are commenting. Uncle Maishi will... Actually, people listen to this program. Could you imagine? <laughs> Uncle Maishi will uh, be with Cousin Nachum on Sunday, September the 25th in Riverdale to Riverdale Jewish Center. Go to jewishtickets.com for information, jewishtickets.com. Okay, you were saying, before we wrap up... Um, no, I forgot. Okay. Totally forgot. One more selection? You're your choice. What are we doing? Sure. 
You have a, a favorite? Oh, but I want you know what I was going to ask you something to do with the the your old. Oh yeah. So what what was the first concert that you went to as a as a kid? Well, Ding, as I've said many times, and some people find this hard to believe, but you never went. I was not a Jewish music fan. I, I that I I believe very very much so. <laughs> Thanks. Right. It's, really, that, it's that obvious. Right. Huh? It, it's totally totally <laughs> obviously obviously so somehow you got hooked on on diaspora. Correct. That's Are you true. in Israel? That's when you true. got hooked. Um, yeah, Diaspora may even have been in high school already. You know, Diaspora. No, but were you there? Were you in the real? No, I never went to. And that's a, amazing uh, that you're such a fan and you yeah. never really experienced the, the the Saturday nights. No, I did experience some of the Saturday nights there. I did oh, experience okay. it. Yeah. But um, in a cave. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really a cave. No, it was a cave. <laughs> well, it wasn't really a cave. It was, <laughs> it was more of an outdoor patio f- format. But yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> look at the video. That ain't no cave. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but yeah, I um, I would say that the only real experience I had in the high school years was probably Diaspora and Shlomo Kalbach. And uh, and very little. In fact, funny story. Right. In fact. So how do you, if you've never been to, a, it's like... Like, can you referee a baseball game if you haven't watched baseball? Like, how do you get in front of a concert if you've never been, uh, you know? I don't know. You can't MC a concert if you've never, I if you're not know. that familiar with get, the music. How do you become a, a DJ if you don't know? The, oh, so I'll tell you the secret. Yeah. Which is, you know, a well-known story. The secret is that... Not that well-known. The, yeah, it's pretty well-known. <laughs> the secret is that when... Why on earth am I a Jewish music DJ? Because I go to WYUR. Uh-huh. In early, in mid-1983, I go to YU and WYUR, and I'm online to do what everyone else is doing. They want to have a regular secular music show like everybody else. I want right. to be on the radio. I want to be on the radio. And someone online says to me, you know that if you apply for a secular, regular show, so to speak, you know, regular format of music, right. uh, you have a 40% chance of being chosen because right. everybody wants it. If you apply for Jewish music, you're good. You're in. You're good. You're in. So I, so I right. switched the application immediately to Jewish. And by the way, it's not forty percent. It's more like three percent. Right. So I switched it immediately to to Jewish music. Right. And then I and they schedule my first show for Thursday night. And then luckily I have a roommate in college. Right. Uh, Elchanan Wasserman. Sure. Shelley's a cousin. Right. Shelley Lang's cousin. Okay. Elchanan Wasserman. No. And Elchanan knows everything about Jewish music. Uh huh. And I beg him, I beg him right. to come with me to the right, radio station out, right. to to you know choose the playlist. This right. is this is nineteen eighty one, right? To right. choose the playlist. So sure enough, he helps me through the whole show. And it, uh, the next week is the YU concert. This is eighty one, not eighty three. So the, the next week is the YU concert. And right. He wants to go to the YU concert Thursday night. So and I beg, I beg him to come right. along, and he right. will not. He wants to. I don't blame him. He wants to go to the right. YU concert, right? So I go do the show, and what do I do? I play all the songs that I played the first week since all I do. So the only songs I do. So, Who's that guy? Mordechai. So I just followed along the playlist that he created for me for that first show. And the rest, as they say, right. is history. But I'll tell you another funny story about knowing Jewish music and not. My sister gets married in 1980, right? And I hear from the grapevine that the, the orchestra is going to be the Ruach Orchestra. Uh-huh. Now, I'm saying to myself, I don't know anything that they, you know, I know nothing right. about Jewish music, but I see we have a Ruach LP, the one you were talking about. Right. Puff the Co- That's why I know Puff the Coach Dragon so Correct. Right? Right. And it's in the house. I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to this LP you know, like five times. So right. I'm familiar with their music, with what they do. And of course, they never play it. obviously they don't play any songs <laughs> from the LP at the right. wedding, but I don't know this as a young kid that they don't do that, you know? So... <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's my experience with uh, Jewish and music. I never earlier. went to a Jewish concert. That's amazing. The first Jewish concert I went to, I assume, was uh, the YU concert that I referenced earlier uh-huh. in '83. I assume I can't. No, that, that's not true. Diaspora. Well, earlier the diaspora, but yeah, I mean, I my first concert I can't think was, of any other. was in Israel uh, in Binyan Huma. Right. It was um, Yigal Salik. All right. Well, I was at a concert in Binyanei Homa, but not with a Jewish performer. <laughs> I was did about they throw him out of Israel? <laughs> they did not throw him out of Israel. <laughs> but that was my experience. I went to Israel, and I went to concerts that did not feature Jewish music. How do you like that? Anyway. That's great. Different era, as they say, Ding. That's great. We have time for one more. Um, do you have a preference here? No, I really don't. Uh, those were the days? Uh, what else? Hebrew lesson? What else? Uh, Akiva? No. Uh, what else? Yeah. I'm a Jewish boy? Oh, yeah. Is that Larry? No, I'm Who a Jewish that? boy, Shelley. That's Shelley? Yeah. Should we do it? Yeah. Let's do it. This was... Um, originally from? Originally from Shelley Lang. My, I think was called My Most Favorite Song. Oh, yeah. My, my Favorite Songs, it's called. My Favorite Songs. But uh, who wrote it? Seymour Rockoff. Oh, here we go. Right. All right. This uh, is such a, uh, and this is something also to that today it might not have, you know. Right. Won't be politically correct. Correct. I'm a Jewish boy is the name of this one from the uh, I Remember That CD at JM in the AM. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. 
Did you great, did not you, great. Did you hesitate to put that on the CD or not? Not at all. Not wow. at all. You know, it's such talk, a different era. You know, I did forget to mention about, uh, uh, you know, you mentioned about my daughter becoming a Kala. Right, Mazelda. And what I didn't, what I didn't mention was that the uh, the boy whose name we mentioned is Nobo. Right. So his grandmother is Shell Nobo. Ah. So it's uh, from Six Thirteen Tower oh, Avenue. Oh my gosh. And so it's a, they say it's a merger between... Yeah, Uncle Jewish Maishi, music merger. ...between Uncle Maishi and Sixth Avenue. Suki and Ding present Uncle Maishi in concert with the Cousin Nachum in Riverdale on the 25th of September, starting at 11 a.m. Information, jewishtickets.com.
Thank you for listening to JM Rewind. Hope you enjoyed our trip down memory lane with Ding and the CD entitled I Remember That. JM Rewind gives you an opportunity every single week to tune in and hear some of the conversations we've had on JM in the AM and uh, enjoy them uh, either for the first time or maybe even for the second time. Coming up next, it's Album of the Week. I thank you for tuning in to the Nahum Siegel Network.